Peace be with you. My name is Father Frank Skelly. I'm a Redemptorist priest stationed at the Basilica of Our Lady Perpetual Help in Brooklyn, New York. Our reading today is for April 12th, Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. The first reading is about Jacob's son, Joseph, and the 11 brothers. And the Gospel is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 1 to 7. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into the pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The gospel of the Lord. More than 50 years ago, 1967 to be exact, there was a movie called The Dirty Dozen. It was about military criminals who were recruited for a secret mission behind enemy lines. They were truly a motley crew. Our stories today are about biblical dirty dozens, Jacob's 12 sons and the 12 apostles. Read chapter 49 of Genesis and you will encounter the final blessing of Jacob for his sons. Reuben loses his birthright because of adultery. Simon and Levi are cursed because of their violent nature. Judah is blessed for his goodness. Zebulon will be a haven for ships. Issachar will be a farmer. Dan will be like a serpent alongside the road. Gad will be a warrior. Asher will produce delicacies. Nephtali will be blessed with children. Joseph, Jacob's favorite, will be richly blessed. And Benjamin, the youngest, will be a ravenous wolf. Quite a mixture, just like the apostles with whom we are more familiar. Peter, the one who denies Jesus, James and John, who want power, doubting Thomas, Simon the Zealot, who wants to overthrow Rome, Matthew, who has sold his soul to the Roman government, Bartholomew, who is a man without guile, Andrew, who brings people to Jesus, Philip and James, Jude Thaddeus, the patron of hopeless causes, and Judas, who betrayed Jesus. The 12 tribes of Israel are followed by the 12 apostles, not an impressive group by any stretch of the imagination. And yet the 12 tribes are the foundation stone of the chosen people, and the 12 apostles are the founding fathers of our church. We don't have to look very far to see the inconsistency of our American founding fathers. This month we celebrate American independence. And the words of Thomas Jefferson, all men are created equal, and our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, don't line up with Jefferson as a slave master until the day he died. Our institutions are not perfect. Our country, our church, are both built on imperfect people. Like us, we fit right in. We are all redeemed sinners. In the story of Jacob's son, Joseph, Joseph is not a hero because he rose to the top of the ladder in the Egyptian world. 
but because he forgave his 11 brothers. Every one of us needs that forgiveness. Peter is asked three times if he loves Jesus. To balance out the three times, he denied Jesus. Thomas is asked to touch Jesus' side at hands and let go of his doubt. James and John are asked to accept the kingdom like innocent children. How do we live with imperfection? We forgive, we forgive others, we forgive ourselves. Our families probably don't have a dozen siblings, but there are differences in us whether there are two or three or five or six. Differences meaning different personalities. Differences meaning disagreements. Differences meaning beliefs and lifestyles. Maybe not a dirty dozen, but certainly a motley crew. What holds us together, what keeps us apart? The Bible has almost every imaginable sin that can divide a family, but it also has forgiveness for whatever sin we can imagine. Jacob's sons formed a great kingdom. Jesus' apostles founded a great church. It was only by the grace of God. Paul Tillich, a Protestant theologian, once said, Do we know what it means to be struck by grace? It happens or it does not happen. Grace strikes us when we walk through the dark valley of a meaningless and empty life. It strikes us when we feel that our separation is deeper than usual. It strikes us when our disgust for our own being, our indifference, our weakness, our hostility, and our lack of direction and composure have become intolerable to us. It strikes us when year after year, the longed for perfection of life does not appear. At that moment, it is as though a voice were saying, you are accepted, accepted by that which is greater than you. After such experience, we may not be better than before, and we may not believe more than before, but everything is transformed. Everything is changed. Today, let us thank God for the gift of his grace, which allows us to build on that grace. Let us let the grace of God touch us and heal our own dirty dozens. Amen.